Yo, what is going on everybody? It's your boy Marshall live and I am live and I am back with a brand new episode. A fir- this got a first timer here, got a first timer here. We are launching a brand new series. If you don't know, you're about to know. I've been doing a podcast the last couple of years on and off called The Marshall Gillen Show. However, I have realized as of late that making long form content is getting harder and harder for people to stop and listen to. Like, look, I don't know about you. I love the Mr. Joe Rogan show. I love that ish. I love it. But I haven't listened to Joe in so long because I just don't have time to listen to three hour podcast. You know what? It's not even that I don't have time. It's just that I choose to to be in my time different than three hour episodes. So the focus of this brand new show, the Marshall show is I'm going to ask people the questions that we all want to know the answers to. And I couldn't be more excited than to start off episode number one with a question that I personally have for the longest time. And it's like, do one is, do I need to repair my relationship with cannabis? And if so, how do I do that? So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a high energy person like me and you've battled with mental health or mental illness, but you found cannabis to save you, to help get you through it, but now you're at a point in your life where you're struggling. You're like, man, is this hindering me? Is it helping me? Do I do I really know, am I using this correctly? I went out, I found one of the best of the best cannabis coaches out in the market right now, founder of Highly Optimized Podcast, and he's created a brand new program called Connecting with Ken here, because we have some freaking questions we're gonna ask him that we need to get to the bottom of. So if you guys aren't subscribed to the Marshall Show yet, make sure you do so. I'm bringing Ryan on right now. Yo, Ryan, what's up, bro? Hey, brother, what's up? How you doing? Dude, man, I'm doing so good. Like, honestly, bro, I just want to say thank you so much for, for hopping on and sharing some of your time with us, dude. I, um, I think it's so crazy, and I know you would agree. Well, Just for all the viewers and listeners, uh, we don't know each other. This is the first time we're meeting. But I can just tell from your content and just, like, the way you show up that, like, I was like, I got to talk to this guy, man. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, man. And uh, likewise, you know, immediately when you hit me up, uh, I was like, man, this guy is someone I want to know. And then when I found yeah. out what to talk about, it made perfect sense. You know, like attracts yeah. like, law of attraction, baby, you know? 100%. And you know that. And it's crazy because it's like, well, let's ask the, let's ask the question that we all want to know first and foremost. Yes. Are you high? <laughs> I ain't low. No, I'm I'm okay. That, that's, that's my perfect response for it. But Always. Know, so hop right into it, uh, you know, actually, and we can get into this more if you want to get into it, but yeah. I only connect with cannabis right now on the weekends. Uh, that's been I love it. going through for a little while. So there will be times where I use like a CBD product or even use some uh, hemp, uh, which really is just cannabis with lower THC. Yeah. Let's, you know, say a lot of for those in the back. But, uh, but really, you know, uh, THC is reserved for the weekends when I can really go inward because that yeah. right now is helping me. And I'll, I'll talk about my kind of stages I've gone through yeah. in cannabis. Well, how how long have you been using cannabis for now at this point? So I started when I was, uh, I mean, I first tried it when I was 14, didn't like it. Uh, you know, I was a very like straight edge person, if you will. And then <laughs> back, back when, uh, you know, everyone was getting into drinking when I was about 17, you know, I tried drinking and honestly just sucked at it. I don't know what it was, yeah. but I could never get more than three <laughs> at it. So thank you, body, for that one. And uh, <laughs> so what happened was, I started experimenting with cannabis and I found it extremely interesting right off the bat. I would just go into the, I mean, and I was not spiritual at all at this point, Yeah. but I start going into these incredible wormholes really and get these downloads and be connected. So I started then, and then I found it helping with my anxiety and then it snowballed from there into something right. that really beautiful relationship. 
Dude, I love I love this. So let's just back up and let's kind of break this down step by step. So first off, you're 14 when you experience it. Uh, wh yep. Where did you grow up at? Uh, Weymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, so, okay, so right what kind of 20 minutes south of Boston? What kind of community is it? Big, small, intermediate? It's it's about intermediate, definitely like a yeah. suburb, but but a pretty busy suburb. Yeah, we're, so, we're, we're Boston. So so where where is like little Ryan at at the age of 14? Like mentally, like emotionally, where is he at? And then like. Do you remember the first time that you decided to? And and if you do, was it the first time it was presented to you? To you? Did you like know for a long time and gave in? Like, can you just kind of give us some context around who Ryan was and how that came about? Yeah, and I love that question, Marshall, because you know, really, it's asking who, what was inner me doing at that time, right? And right. so, inner me was really trying to express myself. You know, uh, mm. you know, very pivotal age, right? I mean, it's really like the sure. passage. You know, it's the age of becoming a man. Um, all of that is happening right around then. And so really at that point in my journey, I found myself, you know, uh, feeling like I wanted to be accepted by a lot of new different types of people, you know. And so when I was first presented it, you know, I had heard about it and been kind of around it, but with friends who were honestly much better with boundaries right. at that point as a 14-year-old, you know, yeah. would, uh, <laughs> as much as a 14-year-old can. And so they would be like, hey, do you want me? No, cool, right? This group was much more That's like cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and peer pressure. But really what it was, was me, I chose to do it uh, because I wanted to see what this group was all about. Right. right. And really what happened was. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Right. And it's very I, mature of you. Yeah. Guilty as charged. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> and, cool, uh, man. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I used a very small amount and didn't have a bad time. It just, it, mm -hmm. you know, if I look back on it, what I really felt was this isn't the right crowd for me to be doing. It right. With. Right. Yeah. And, and so, and so you, now you said the next step, and I think it's interesting because I know that, you know, me, not that many years ago, even with the lingo wormhole, I, I, I mean, I would have gotten it, but there still would have been a disconnect. So when you yeah. say, okay, cool, I wasn't exactly spiritual, but I found this opportunity. And I think it's important. And thank you for sharing that story because it's like, yeah. okay, how did we derive, arrive at these decisions? Was it an escape? Was it a dis distraction? I mean, obviously these are things we, you and I have the awareness and capacity to understand now that we didn't, you know, even know back then. And so now you go, okay, cool. I found myself falling into these wormholes. So can you like describe a little bit about that? Because at the time, you know, you're so young, I'm sure you don't have a context to what that really means. And so as you're wandering around in the dark, like what was that and how did you feel your way into the next step? Yeah. So this story actually is going to make me sound like a classical stoner. So uh, <laughs> stick on to see how it changed. But really when I, when I started experimenting, <laughs> this, this is what it would look like, right? I would go out, uh, my friends would be in a circle. I would take two hits. They would all laugh at me at how medicated I got. And then I would go inside and watch Star Wars. And when I watched right. Star Wars, really what would happen was I would fall into almost a trance where alpha brainwaves were initiated because I was, you know, in that uh, movie space watching a movie. Right. And so that alpha brainwave said I was more susceptible to, you know, imagination. And so really my imagination would just wander and I would go wild. And uh, really if wow. I had to what I was entering was meditative space. Right, right, right. right. I, was, I was in meditative space and I was really enjoying the experience of being, right? Because even at a young age, I was stuck into the do, do, do. I always yep, have to be yep. going. And, you know, trying to live up to society standards, you know, parental standards, everything like that. 100%. And what I thought was the best path, right? And at that time, which seemed like the best path for me. So this was the first time I was actually able to, in modern day terms, unplug from the matrix and actually right. just, allow myself to be for the sake of being. And so, yeah, yeah. it was really. Dude, that, that's amazing. And, and, the, and the fact that you were even 
able to cultivate the awareness and then to capture that and to be it is remarkable at such a young age. You know what I mean? And just like, uh, and, and I love that you said like how, how to be. For me, you know, I, I have a very addictive personality my whole life. I was addicted to drugs. And it's interesting because I, I can tell my audience now, I look back and I'm like, you know, in a twisted way, it was the only time I could ever be present you know, was through that use. Yeah. Cause even though I was like, it was until my mind stopped and I was like, okay, here. And so it's, it's interesting to hear. I mean, we're all searching for that, that sense of peace, but some of us just don't, we don't even understand that. And so now I stumble across your account, you know, randomly, coincidentally by accident and, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, right. Totally by accident. And uh, I started, I was like, I started reading your stuff. And it was one post and the next one and the next one. And, uh, you know, I've been very blessed over the last few years. You know, I, I created this big brand top paid speaker and I was traveling the world speaking and teaching people how to get paid to speak and make money. But then in 2019, uh, you know, the universe, God woke me up. Like he halted me. He's like, bro, you are going down the wrong path and you will not stop. And so it was this very like rude awakening, but it all started to happen so quick. And my whole life and everything has changed. But the one thing I'll say, Ryan, and what I want to, and you know, what I want to expand on here for the audience and why I specifically had you on the show is because it's like, okay, cool. When I, I you know, I struggled with, with drugs and alcohol my whole life, wasn't a big cannabis user. And then when I was 27, uh, I lost my best, I, my best friend to suicide. And, uh, you know, and I, I felt very guilty about it. And so I started using cannabis really kind of full, full time then. But what I discovered was um, it, it created a space where like when my whole life and all my friends and everything was chaotic and it was toxic, it created a space for me to come inside and it to mm -hmm. completely block out that world. So for me, it, goes, it helps me focus. Now, here yeah. I go through, through this journey of self-development, business mastery. I'm creating this whole thing that I never thought I was going to do. And now all of a sudden, I find uh, like two years ago, I, I've been using cannabis a lot. I, I had so many benefits from my mental health. I mean, literally, I feel like it saved my life, right? Yeah. Now I'm at a spot two years ago where everything around me is amazing, but the cannabis is still having the same effect where, it, I'm, where it's making me come in and close off. And so it flipped like the polarity of it flip-flopped. And so I want, that's what I want to get to the bottom of because as I built that brand, I traveled the world. I worked with some really high-level entrepreneurs, many, 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 most of them who used cannabis. And they used it uh, definitely not in a mindful way, but not also in a disrespectful way. It was just that it was that disconnect. It was in a very addictive uh, manner, very compulsive habit, which we know, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything because it's an energetic universe. Yes. And so all of us entrepreneurs, Ryan, we want to know, because this is the one thing that I had so many conversations about was, do I need to give up cannabis use, which is where I've been in limbo the last couple of years. I went, uh, I, I'm sober now of 133 days. Um, yeah. I started, thank you, brother, man. I did start, yeah. I went sober for cannabis for like probably 30 days. And then um, I got to a point where I was silent and still. And I, the combination of all of my medicine together led me to believe I was like, dude, I'm, I function better when I'm using the medicine. How do mm -hmm. I use it in a more responsible way? And so the two-part question I have for you now, brother, and I would love to hear your expertise, is do I need to give up cannabis right now if I want to be successful in any regard? Mm -hmm. And if I don't, how do I use it more responsibly? So the first thing I would say is no. And that is subjective, right? There are definitely yeah. times where what I will say is there might be a time you have to reconsider it. And what I mean by that is exactly what you were talking about, taking yeah. a break, right? Separation makes the heart grow fonder. And the way that I always mm. invite people 
look at their relationship with cannabis is just that, right? Like a relationship, right? So if you are dependent on your partner or your partner is dependent on you, how much romance is going to be available in that relationship, right? Wow. Much, right? And so it's so, wow. it's, it's really a metaphor, right? Like your yes. relationship with cannabis, like you said, how you do anything is how you do everything, yeah. right? So, yeah. You know, what your relationship with cannabis might actually be able to show you is that it mimics the relationships in your life, right? This relationship style is actually how you're interacting in the other relationship life, you know? Yes. And so the first part of that question would be no, however, or no, and you might want to reconsider it, right? And say, hey, is this right for me at this time? You know, I'm not a fan of uh, binary things like all or nothing. Mm. Like I'll, I'll mm. never forever. That's what I'll say. I'll say, I quit it tomorrow. I quit it today. Because honestly, it puts so much pressure, right? Yeah. Right? Around like, oh, I'm not someone who now does that. Then you start to get an identity wrapped around it. And then if at a certain point, you go with intuition that says, hey, it's calling me to interact with this medicine again. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it creates all this like, you know, um, uh, challenge inside of you, because now you're someone who doesn't do that, right? So yeah. what I say is there might be a time you have to reconsider it. And then I can yeah. get that, uh, how you could reconsider it that might look like well first off I, i'll let you answer the second part of this question but that like yeah you're absolutely right i mean like literally i wow i mean i i, I do this for a living i i know that but even i yeah. like and so for anybody that's watching this or listening to this first off if you're not subscribed to the marshall show make sure you do so if you're not following ryan make sure you guys follow him at instagram at highly underscore optimized he also hosts a podcast called the Hop highly optimized podcast you guys are going to want to learn connect with them he listen look this is awesome this is the power of reflection and being able to get <laughs> to go back and forth with somebody. So I'll let you answer those, the question in a second, but it's interesting because dude, you literally just described what happened to me over the last like hundred and some days. And yeah. what I, at the age of 36 realized from, cause you know how we manifest everything. It's all a reflection of us. Right. And Absolutely. so the, the nifty little game that I, I created for myself uh, within the last relationship and get, getting sober and all these things, the last hundred and couple of days. Um, that's what I realized, bro, is I'm addicted to codependency. Like that's my thing, uh, which is really stems from a feeling of unworthiness. And so I didn't know that though, until I got sober. And then I started looking at my life. Cause everybody goes, Oh, well, are you done drinking forever? Well, I'm like, yeah. it's not that I really am done drinking. It's that when I drink, I always had to use drugs. And then I was, cause I, and then I had to use drugs and then I had to spend the next couple of day, four days, you know, justifying <laughs> that my life is not shit. And then I would, you know, that's why. And so you're blowing my mind right now because that's what I realized about myself is that I'm such a hard charger. And like a lot of our listeners, and I'm sure like you are, I can tell from your body of work, physical, emotional, uh, mental state that you are a hard charger too. But it seems that you found this really great balance of being and yeah. letting that and, and, and uh, taking aligned action. And so it's interesting because that's what I found in myself is I've always been such an all or nothing. It's I'm vegan or I'm carnivore or it's this or it's that. And I was like, finally at 36 years, just like a, literally bro, like 50 days ago, I was like, why, why do I make everything so black and white? Why? Yes. Like it somehow, like it somehow, you know, uh, signifies who my identity or, or validates who I am. And so um, I love that you shared that with the listeners. Thank you so much. So yeah. then how, how do then we repair that? because okay the first step you said was maybe you do take that break which i, I took a 30-day break in combination with a lot i was already 80 days sober at that point i mean so many things so if you're just listening to this right now how, what is that next step is it could you set up some sort of a routine a planned break and then how would you integrate that back in is it really just a feeling or should they just probably connect with you for connect with cannabis like give us yeah. like a little outline of how, how this works yeah. So the good answer is there's 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 a component to both. Right. So 
Um, you know, it's kind of like if you want to learn how an engine works, you might be able to go on YouTube. But if you really want to learn how an engine works, you might want to go like talk to a mechanic about it, right? And see it up close in person and all those things. Absolutely. So, so I can definitely uh, give you like the, the YouTube approach uh, right yeah. now that, that I yeah. did, right? And so, you know, I had been using cannabis daily or connecting with cannabis daily for over 10 years, right? It really helped with my anxiety. I was using it at night. I would use about one bowl per night. I had all of the measures, right, to allow my ego to think, okay, everything's in check. We have control over this, right? All of these measures are being met, right? You don't need it all day. There's no form of dependency, right? right. But what I after I became aware of it, actually through another plant medicine journey, was that I was coming home each night and actually was frustrated at the job I was at. I was in the cannabis industry. And uh, for anyone who's been in the industry and knows about it, it's, uh, it's interesting. Let's just say that. And yeah. so I was coming frustrated. And I would come home. And because I had a pattern, a personality pattern of enduring, right, that was a very big endurer, right? And I had no idea. I wasn't aware of this. So I would, I would feel frustrated all day. I wouldn't speak out. I would come home. And then mm. I would unconsciously. Because every night when I get home, I pack a bowl. What? What's yeah. different about this? So I would unconsciously uh, connect with cannabis and, and really use cannabis at that point. That was right, me using right, cannabis, right? Right, right. And numb out. Yeah, and numb out, right? And so what happened was there were a series of events, and if you want me to expand on it, I can. But um, I went to this big cannabis convention in Vegas and went, went there with the hopes of rehashing my love for the industry, right? And long story short, ended up uh, not having that happen, right? It ended up kind of being mm. opposite, right? Where I was like, wow, this is Even really more, yeah. Uh, yeah, these are people that don't have any information for the plant. They're, they're really just like the people that ran from cannabis most of their lives until they learned they can make money on it. And now they're here yep. all of Like, what yes. are these doing? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're blowing <laughs> my mind. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was it was a very strange time. So I uh, went through a different medicine ceremony and really had this had this awakening where I felt a real low, right? I felt actual sadness. I actually allowed myself to feel right. in that state. And when I got out of it, I realized, oh man, I think I've been nervous about being sad or feelings of yeah. you know, like like uh, distasteful emotions, quote unquote. But really, what the scariest thing is is being gray, right? Having a right. gray. And I realized. Well, let me ask you real quick, not to interrupt you, but is that the first time that you allowed yourself to actually feel, feel your emotions? Uh, I would say, so the first time since my cannabis use had become unconscious. And, and when that really happened was when my father got diagnosed with cancer. And mm. I started this whole cannabis venture together. He helped me get into the cannabis school that I got into. Wow. Psychology degree. And me and him started cultivating together. He got sick. I helped him through end of life with cannabis. And so around that time, you know, because wow. I didn't available at that time, I ended up suppressing a lot of emotion. And mm. uh, because of that, you know, that really came out a lot when I started right. allowing right. that. And that time in Vegas was the first time where I realized, whoa, there's something there. So I came home and, and got a legitimate message from my soul during meditation. You need to take a break from cannabis, right? Like, wow. just, just just really step away for now, right? Like you're not you're not showing up the way you need to show up for her to do her thing, right? And so oh. very similar to say if you're in a relationship with someone and you just keep snapping on them, right? And and you know it's not them. And it comes to a point where you're like, listen, I'm not gonna allow you to go through this anymore. I need to handle my stuff, right? That's pretty much the part I came to. For so sure. I took, I took a full 60 day break. And during that time, my heart clicked back on fully. Like I was, I mean, you talk about like, like right. crying, like able to really like manage emotions. 
it all came back. And in that time, I gained a lot of awareness. I started highly wow. optimal. Everything stuck because I became stuck. And then ever since then, what I've done is I've practiced like a general idea because, you know, again, masculine, we like to create rigidity. So I, I, I tend to break this from time to time. The moment is right. Uh, but what I normally do is I don't use cannabis, macro cannabis from Monday through Friday night. And that way I make sure that the most like stressful time of my week where I would otherwise be hiding emotions, whatever, are the times where I'm like, nope, I'm a clean slate, making sure that that's not the pattern I'm falling into. And then on the week, it's a really good check-in. Okay, where am I? What am I searching for? What can cannabis, how can I help cannabis, right? And then I love my, that. Love to flow. That's my feminine yeah. vibe. Your flow. So yeah, that's I a did, little bit. It, the story blows my mind because it's, it's like, it, hearing that is like, obviously the details are completely different, but it's what I went through with the speaking industry. Mm. It was like, I, I was in it, had the success, got out of it. Cause I was like, I, I, I don't believe all of you speakers. Then I got back into it. And I was like, all of you are just telling your stories because you know, it'll make you money. I can <laughs> yeah. see, I can see how I can see, Cause I didn't know at the time I was an energy worker. I was yeah. like, I, I can see the unhealed. I can see the unhealed trauma in every single thing you do. I know yeah. you don't know it. <laughs> I know you're not doing it maliciously, but, and so I was like, it's crazy that time that we met. So here you go through all of this. And again, you know, I, I wish we had a, a all freaking day to, to really get into your yeah. story, but this is why I want people to follow you because there's a lot of people who are dealing with end of life stuff, whether it's with parents or loved ones. And this is a topic that I don't want to say taboo, but it's a topic that, that we're all experiencing, but nobody's really talking about. And so if you guys are listening to this or watching this right now, again, I can't stress this enough. Go to Instagram and follow Ryan immediately once the show is over. It's at highly underscore optimized on Instagram. And start listening to this podcast, the highly optimized podcast, because this whole entire journey, the medicine that Ryan has been able to create from his experiences up to this point is what he shares with you in this regard. And so you not only have you started this podcast where you're literally living your mission, you're living your dream. Let's say, and I know it sounds cliche, but we got to break that because it's not cliche because yeah, people really are out here. They're living their shit. They love, you know, they're loving their life. And so let's say that somebody's watching this right now and they're like, they're ready. Cause I, I mean, I have to refer some people to you because I know quite a few people yeah. and it's like, um, you know, people that are ready to take that next step. You also created a new container, a, a container or space for people to come in and actually heal this with direction, with accountability and with a loving approach and making that space from, and not from a place that you have to do of resistance, but one of a flow and abundance. And so can you share a little about, about what that's called, how that works and what's coming with you? Yes, absolutely. And uh, so the program is called Connect with Cannabis. And really what it's designed to do is help people do just that, connect with yeah. cannabis. Right? Because wow. as a career marshal, like language is a big part of this, right? Our language creates our reality. Abracadabra literally translates to with my word, <laughs> right? So if you decide that you're using yep. cannabis, right? Think of it like put a name there, right? If Say if you have a friend named Marshall, right? I'm using Marshall, right? Does that sound right. as good as Marshall? All of that mm. stuff gives out a vibrant, vibrant, uh, a vibratory resonance, right? And so, what the program is going to do is bring you through eight different, very deep exercises designed to get you back into a co-creative power couple type wow. relationship, with cannabis, so that you both know how you can serve best, best each other, and you can also know and use discernment in knowing for sure when the time is right for you to interact and connect with cannabis, and when it otherwise might not be right. And really, yeah. what it is self-mastery program with cannabis being the medicine that you use to help master yourself yep. and your yep. self. 
so know? smart that I was just going to say, I was like, Ryan, you know what I'm noticing here is exactly what we said in the beginning is you were talking about cannabis, but it actually applied to how my relationship as well. It makes me think yes. of fitness. When I originally started working out when I was 27, I got, you know, I started getting in shape and I was like, wow, if I apply this logic of, you know, consistency and, and goal setting to other things, I wonder what will happen. And so essentially what you're saying is it's like, look, Dude, if you want to repair your life, you just said it, self-mastery. And this program, the beautiful cannabis, is, is, is the medicine. Man, yeah. it, what, it sounds like what you've created is amazing. I've seen your results, man. I've been watching you get in cold dips. I saw you sitting in a plant ceremony. It looked like uh, you're getting ready to uh, uh, sit with Ra Rape. Uh, yeah. It's like all these cool things, man. So I'm excited to get to know you, dude. I'm excited to, to subscribe to your podcast and get to know more. Look, man, what is it that you want people to know about cannabis? Uh, if you had one last thing to say about cannabis, what would you say to the listeners who are like, uh, you, you know, they're not sure where they want to continue their journey. They're, they listen to this podcast and they're like, man, I still, I'm not, I'm not really sure. If you had one last thing to say to them, what would you say to them? The purpose of cannabis is to act as a mirror, right? For the user, mm. person who's connecting with her. And so what I want people to know is that if you're getting adverse results with cannabis, look inward because it's mirroring something in you that you're meant to feel. And when you feel that, yes, it might sting for about 30 seconds and the other side is always worth it. Binary language acknowledged and accepted. <laughs> Bro, I can't even tell you all the similarities that we have. It's so great to meet you, dude. Thank you so incredibly much for coming on the Marshall Show for the being the first of a brand new rebranded episode uh, and, and for sharing your knowledge and your experience, man. You guys heard it first. Go follow Ryan. Go subscribe to the podcast. And if you're a high-level, high-energy person and or entrepreneur like Ryan and I and you need to repair your relationship with cannabis – definitely go connect with him right now. There's a link in his bio. Click on that bad boy. It says connect with cannabis. Click on that. Get started, you guys. The investment to be able to repair your life and uh, through the medicine like this is, is, is paramount. It's, it's invaluable. And so I definitely tell you to go over follow Ryan. Yo, thank you so much, bro. Uh, we'll chat more soon. Hell yeah. Marshall, thank you so much again. And thank you yes. for everyone. It's awesome. You're the best. <laughs> Talk Cheers, soon. man. Yeah, take Thanks. care, bro.